So uh, I owe you. No? Sorry. Okay. Uh, the, 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 was little, that, a little what? bit of the protest there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys getting off my Facebook and <laughs> get a little, <laughs> little bit of. A, well, I mean, we can't. We can't not talk about where we are in place and time. Yeah, and it, and it's okay if this podcast contains some of the spirit of the zeitgeist. Yeah. I, I th- that's weird. I was get, I was going to tear for so. Yeah. Scuttlebutt is. Am I to understand that my beloved old copy of Seven Wonders has been the victim of a uh, vehicular burglary? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the? It looks like the, all the pieces are there. I actually was getting as I was getting the games today. Um, I came across the box and then I was moving a bag. It's like a plastic Walmart bag that has the rest of the pieces in it. Looks like the box looks fine. I don't know. I told a. Uh, I told Tweak to fix it up and give it to you, buy you a new box or something. And um, no, and uh, I appreciate the effort. If you guys like it, keep, keep the fucking keep thing. Okay. You know, seriously, okay. I, I, everybody, I've, I think I've bought three copies over the years because yeah. they get worn out or fucked up. And yeah, and that one's that one's got some wear and tear. And it's got some miles on it. And that's one of the ones that the Cobra actually likes to play. Yeah. Yep. She'll kind of drift around the board. She's good at games. it. Yeah. She's yeah. good at it. Then she'll come up and murder you with that shit. Yep. She's like, I have a plan, and she yep. will. Yeah, it's, um, it's impressive. Welcome back. This is Breakup Gaming Society. I am your host. Um, With the most? The, <laughs> I'm your host. You can butter your toast? God damn it, not this again. <laughs> I, I'm your host, Mortarian. Across Mortarian. the Mortarian. Primarch of the Death Guard. I like that. Yeah, I, I got the Latin morti, morti out of that. That makes sense. Yep. Cool. And, Although some of the when they named some of the other Primarchs in Warhammer Forty Thousand, they weren't nearly as as creative. <laughs> There's one called Angron. Angron, <laughs> like because like, he gets angry. <laughs> wow, it's like it's like. Are you sure that isn't from He Man? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what it sounds like. I mean, but Warhammer He Man, they're they're adjacent. They're really adjacent. They're from, a bit extreme. From bit, what scale? They're a bit they're Do they extreme. Appear adjacent they're, if you're looking from Alpha Centauri. They're over the top. They're hyper masculine. Uh, you know, you've got this war, this vengeance uh, kind of theme. I would like He Man if, if if somebody got sawed in half with a chainsword. But anyway, uh, so yes, Mortarian, your host here with my my stalwart he she who thirsts John. Hey. hey. Yes, and um, right now it's just it's just the two of us, mm-hmm. um, owing to the fact that there's a curfew in our city. Yep, and we're overdue to get fucked up. Yep, so we're we're just doing it to daylight. It's mm-hmm. daylight out. I know it's I, I was uh it's one thirty. Wow. Yeah, Good. we're gonna be out of out of control by three. But the <laughs> yeah. the, the what you're gonna hear is gonna be pretty simple. We're gonna do a segment about what we're drinking tonight. Or today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we're playing today. And then we're going to probably do a lot of arguing when we're drunk to figure out who gets to talk about our fave hip-hop track of the week. Because you always True. come with good ones. True. And I'm a little drunk and it. opinionated. Yep, yep. And, and um, that's the whole podcast. That is... Yours break- was last week, wasn't it? That was your choice, and you forgot, I think. So, just <laughs> is saying. That, is, that, is this the rule book we're writing in our heads <laughs> Yeah. Now? All I right. Mean, fair I fair enough. week should be bumped because you forgot yours. We're going to have to figure out some other way to settle this. Anyway, welcome to Blackout Gaming Breakup. Yeah, a little Freudian slip. Gaming Society will be back momentarily with Drink of the Week.
Drink of the Week. Hi, I'm Mortarian. You want to be friends? It's time for Drink of the Week. Here with John, a.k.a. He, She, Who Thirsts. So this this one has a story. It does. Uh, well, I think I know the story, but I mean, I think I'm part of this story, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, we are drinking uh, Maestro Dobel, or Dobel? Not sure, actually. Um, I like Dobble. <laughs> double, 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 double. <laughs> what up, Dobble? Uh, yeah, Maestro Dobel. Do, do, fuck this. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm st- I'm st- st- stuttering. I'm just gonna stop. Is, gonna... is, is that bringing you back? <laughs> fuck. I'm, I'm gonna call it. I'm just gonna call it Dobel. Fuck it. Dobel. Uh, this is what I started buying regularly when I divorced yeah. bourbon and started drinking tequila all the time. It was yeah. this bottle. It was about forty dollars at the local uh, the corner store, and one of the cool things about it. Oh yeah, it's got uh, all the the time and oh. the the number, the batch number, the barrel number. Look, the name of the store's on there too. Oh yeah, down. Wow, that's nice. The, it looks like it's signed. The retailer, Dang. when you buy a batch, gets to pick what kind of wood it's finished in. That's awesome. So you can see the wood that Gregor chose. What is it? Wow. It'll say uh, so barrel type Hungarian and French oak. There you go. That's that's amazing. That that's cool? customization right there. Personalization. Yeah. Twenty first century. Yeah. I, I need to modify my tequila. <laughs> yeah. But, and um, <laughs> obviously, I wouldn't have bought it for a day like when it was just you know the two of us kicking off the first few segments. If I didn't think it was a great tequila for the buy. And oh, um, no, I disagree. I uh, definitely. I think it's great. You know. Yeah. Warms you up. And it's it's not the smoothest. It's not the sweetest tequila. Um, but it's not bad. I mean, if you like it, you like a little more bite and a little bit more buzz for the buck, I would say go double. Double, 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 double. <laughs> so well, let's, uh, do it. Um, t- l- we've already been quote unquote tasting shit <laughs> right. out of this. We're going to taste it again. Right. May you fight long and well. May you fight long and well. Whew. So I'm going to challenge you today, my young friend. Yeah. You know, like the kind of tasting notes you just give, gave? Mm-hmm. Those are almost identical to your tasting notes for everything we've drunk. With the, the, <laughs> bite, the bite? I've been reviewing episodes and you yeah. say almost the same thing God every damn. time. Well, I guess that's, I like that. I like the bite. But yeah, okay. Um, no, uh, note taken. No, I, uh, you're like burned, you'll, you'll say it warms your ears. Yeah, yep, <laughs> does, yep. Just not, not everything does, you and know. Of course, this is an alcoholic show and not a connoisseur show, so I'm not trying to hold your feet to the fire. But eh, no taken, no I'm, taken. Now that I've been watch next time, I'll come back and be like this fucking uh, you know notes of this, and I love the the auburn taste on the end. By this one, <laughs> this one bit, the nose was a bit rebellious. Yeah, <laughs> be like fucking <laughs> pretentious as shit. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John comes back as the fucking. Uh, tequila neckbeard. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And this is weird because I loved this for so long and then we've been trying a lot of other brands and of course drinking Espolone uh, Reposado in quantity which yes. is fine. Yeah, that, that's and good. I have to say I think in the interim and in all our experimentations we've had better tequilas than this. I would agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I like it. I'm going to drink all of it. <laughs> but 
I don't know. I used it's to It's not like, as sweet. Definitely not as sweet as some of the others. Not as easy to put back. Which is fine. It's got, uh, I, I did notice like there's a front to back spice. It's not a chaser spice. Yeah. It was like uh, tip of the tongue, middle of the tongue, back all the way through, which is good. I feel like it, um, it, I mean, it, it, maybe it's the Jaeger shot glasses that we're drinking this out of, but it does have almost a medicine kind of a li- uh, um, licorice kind of taste to me. Well, you know, it's, it's weird all the times people affix something as their favorite. It's because mm-hmm. they want to order their lies. But, you know, when you say that was yeah. my favorite something, what you're really yeah. talking about is the mood you yes. were in, the night you experienced it, who you were with, where you were. Well put. And and think of the, that's my favorite game ever. Yeah, yeah, that's because we all did DMT and we had an orgy after the game. Yeah. That's why you think you like that game. God damn it. That was a great game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the, uh, the, uh, the, sc- the scoring at the end was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So, you never tell no till the fat lady sings. But, but it's interesting, I guess, for those of you out there who are tequila renos, if you find a bottle of Maestro Double, wherever you hear this... Dobell. Dobell. <laughs> <coughs> you need yeah, to clear your glasses. Uh, yeah. there, push them up the bridge of your nose here. Clear it's, your throat. It's pronounced Dobell. <laughs> I know this because I watched it being made. Uh, and no, you mean not to taste it. Is that the bottle you get at your local s- store might taste a little different because yep. your retailer might p- pick a different wood for it to be uh, to rest it in. This Which ta- is honestly really cool. That is really cool. This taste, it's, it's, it's interesting. I don't get a lot of the the caramely taste that we often no. get with our Añejos. No. It's different. No, it's not as sweet. Um, you know what I think we should do? Hmm. Drink six more just to make sure. Probably. That's the only way to find out. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, we're, we're giving uh, Maestro Dobell uh, I like that. Maestro Dobel. Dobel. Uh, a, a rating of five stars on a scale of one to ten gorilla tits. I like that. I think that that adds up. Perfect. Bottoms up. We're going to see you in just a moment for Game of the Week. Game of the Week. Yep, you heard the bumper. It's Game of the Week. I'm your host, Mortarian. Here with... Gian. He, she, who thirsts. What's up, guys? That's true. And so we're going to play a game that I suspect is a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. From the looks of it, it's... I mean, we've played it once before. uh, A couple rounds. In a drunken drunken haze on a sunny afternoon. Oh, God. (laughs) I remember my tequila tab. Anyway, but um, the the game we're playing today is a two-player affair called Seki Gahara. Asymmetrical. The universe, uh, the universe, the, <laughs> the unification is called Sekigahara, the unification of Japan. This is actually based on a battle in Japan where uh, uh, two vires for the throne went at each other. Okay. With uh, a large, uh, it, 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 was, it wasn't monolithic force against monolithic force. Okay. To win, yeah. each, each one had to get support from... Uh, tons and tons of local daimyos or I see. or warlords, and there there comes the unification. Uh, I gotcha. Okay, and, cool. And the, and the the contenders were, um, you are playing as the uh, Tokugawa. Okay. Thing. Yep. Yep. I believe, yeah, that's what it says on my card. And I am playing as the uh, Ishida Coalition, and and I believe. Wait. Ishida? It says Ishida deck on my cards. Okay, I, okay. I yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I think the outcome of this battle was uh, the Tokugawa 
forces won and I think established um, historically. Yeah, they they established a shogunate that ran Japan for more than three hundred years. And wow. And here's, I'm not usually a war game guy, but I years ago read enough reviews of this mm-hmm. to where even for a war game, it sounded so elegant I had to see it. And I yeah. will say a, a few things. One, it's beautiful on the board. It is. It is. I agree with that. Um, it, it, has a, it has a definite beauty. And if you've ever seen any um, Japanese war games with the little tiles that you're moving across the board, it's very reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. You have that feature right here. It's sleek and minil- min- minimalist. And, yep. it, and it functions in part on the same thing that made Stratego work when you were a kid. Yes. And that is that there, there are blocks from both um, you, you know, uh, uh, opponents spread all over the board. And but but the, but the only difference is I don't know what uh, the Tokugawa force composition is. Yeah, they only have a, a the symbols are only facing one direction, so I can see all of my uh, people, and you can see all of yours, and you can see mine, but you can you don't know what what the face is. You can just see the block stacked, mm-hmm. which is very cool. And and here's a you know how many uh, people are in a in a city or a capital, but you don't know what the quality is of these forces. Because one of the brilliant, brilliant design touches here is because not all of those blocks can necessarily fight because they all represent sort of contributions of muscle from various warlords. Mm-hmm. So if you actually get into a battle, if you don't have a card in hand that matches the symbol of your block, yeah. that block doesn't do anything. That definitely... Um that weakens your your moves there for sure. You've got to you got to be tactical, and and also makes makes the room for bluffing. Yeah, and there's also a hand management aspect to it where you get cards and you can burn your your hand of cards to do things like uh, force march your troops faster, that kind of thing. Yeah, but but Forgot about that. Um, the the weaker your hand is, the yeah less fighting power. Exactly. Yeah, and, and then the opponent can see that. Mm-hmm. And also. And here's, and I think you did this to me hmm. once, and so did uh, Major Woody when we played. There's all okay be, because, and I guess this actually happened. There would be times where there were two encampments ready to throw down the next day, and in the morning, someone had defected. Ah, uh, yes. They, they would send an emissary over to someone's warlord and say, "Listen, you don't want to be on the wrong side of this," and yeah. they would be persuaded. So they switch over. Some of the cards are loyalty challenges. You can start playing blocks of your soldiers, all the, the elegant black and yellow blocks on the board. Black and gold. Black and gold, yes. Yeah. Represent uh, groups of 5,000 soldiers. Yeah. And all of a sudden, right when you're in this bidding war to win, I think your opponent can loyalty challenge you. And unless you uh, can meet the challenge, those 5,000 soldiers are fighting against you in a heartbeat. Yeah, defected. And, it, and it's one of... It's, it's awesome. It's so well done, too. It's amazing. It's not only beautiful it's not to look at. It's not overpowered at all. It's it's you got to have the card in hand to play it. You got to be able to play it, but it, it it works. And also, unlike for those of you who think when when I say war game, if you yeah. think risk, risk immediately, which is this by the is way so much better. Which this is, by is, the way, a, this is risk and stratego, the best of those made into an even better game. Risk is a terrible game i keep yeah. talking to people who are still playing risk like, why would you play that no, game this if if you like risk go buy this open it up then take your risk set and light it on fire 
because you won't need it anymore. And, unless, of course, you've got more than two friends. This that's the this this is a strictly two. That's player true. Game. That's true. Um, Although risk there, sucks because there's player elimination. Yeah, and plus the more players you get in on risk, it's already a fucking three to four hour game. Then you're talking more people. Fuck that shit. My favorite risk story. Um, do you remember when Complete Hobbies and Games was open downtown? Oh uh, no, I don't. No. Eventually, the owners got tired and folded oh, it. But I okay. used to go in there. I, I like walking into game stores and just talking. What are yeah. you playing? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow we got on the topic of risk. And this guy told me about being in college. Yeah. And him and his college buddies were there, like past. You know, there's some colleges where you can pay a nominal fee and just stay in the dorms all summer. Okay. And they were yeah, playing yeah. risks. Nice. Nice. And they were on a game that was into day. Three. Oh my God! Just shoot me in the face. And th- and this is a beautiful moment. They said at one point, you know, they're all you know sitting there just staring at because the- you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Someone will cash in like seven cards. Yeah. Mount up, and they'll overrun three quarters of the world. The other yep. person will dig in and then push them back. They've yep. been doing that for three days. God. And he said they were all just doing that in the middle of the summer day, staring at the board. He said somebody just stood up. Just flipped, flipped it. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Not because they were mad at anything, but they he's just, just like wanted over. At that point, I'm he, assuming because the pieces went everybody. He yeah. goes and nobody complained. He said we all just looked at each other and walked outside, played frisbee. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Sekigahara, unification of Japan. Here's another thing that makes it great. There's no building fronts and there's no turtling. One of the things. Yeah, you about gotta this, you gotta dive in. There's no there's no. You're in a dance of blades yep. from step one. There's no turtling in Australia. Yeah. I noticed when uh, when I played Major Woody, it was a pretty incredible moment because, A, he's a smart guy, and yep. B, he always, he's a logistics thinker, always plays with a plan. Yes. And I realized when I was playing him, it just dawned on me. In turn three, I was sorely outmaneuvered. And all I did was just, since I knew I was about to get hit, yeah. I threw my biggest force at his biggest force. Like, if we're going to do it, I'm taking the initiative. Yep. I didn't realize till later because you can't see the boss. He goes, "You came like one move within killing my boss and ending it on turn three. No way. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty, and there's that stratego kind of angle there and, too. And there's no front, and everything yeah, you, is fluid. Got it. Everything in. is fluid. You because can't wait. The way the board's set up, there are pockets of your guys within mixing with their guys. Yeah, you have to figure not, out how you're going. It's gonna... not one side against the other. I mean, obviously, but. Yeah, it's, it's nice and spread out. Yeah, so we're going to try it. My only pit uh, regret is that we haven't spent the time with it that I know this game deserves. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's so here it. we go. We're going to play some Sekigahara, and depending on how drunk we get, we might come back and tell you what happened. <laughs> May you fight long and well. So, so this isn't a really designed game, but uh, hey, uh, John, you you want to see something beautiful? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God, that is that is wow! I've never seen anything like that. Impressive, quite right? like that. Yeah, quite um, like that. I, you know, some some days you get lucky. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for playing. Yeah, I'm ready to play all day. <laughs> so, uh, as is. Often the case, sometimes we get really wasted and forget to do track of the week segment or forget to do an outro. This was one of those times, so this is Mortarian coming back to you solo and after the fact to talk about track of the week, which was going to be the bailiwick of whoever won the game of Sekigahara, which I'm pretty sure would have been John, as I 
squandered a lot of good troops early on in two very ill-advised battles. Or I tried to rush Jean with an inferior force and, and paid the price, but uh, it, was a, it was a gorgeous game. So uh, let's talk about crew joints. Now, being of the age and taste that I am, there's no doubt in my mind that the best crew joint of all time is Don't Curse. Forgot what year it came out. Um, if I was a documentarian, I'd always would want somebody to go back and do a reprise of that uh, A Great Day in Harlem jazz documentary where they got all those jazz dudes in that massive picture and kind of do the same thing about the day they shot that video. And of course, for extra fun, have those same MCs reprise their verse over that beat anchored by that uh, Booker T and the MGs sample. But you can't, you couldn't do it because uh, Heavy D's gone, and Fife Dog is gone. Also on that track where uh, Pete Rock, Seal Smooth, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, Grant Puba, and Q-Tip. I think that's, what a hell of a track. And of course, although you know, recently in exploring the later 90s stuff and growing an increasing fondness for uh, Jay-Z style on his first few albums, I would definitely say I now have a number two fave of all time, and that would be Reservoir Dogs. Um, Reservoir Dogs is just full... It's one of those ones that was playing. I just, I had to stop what I was doing just to, just to hear all, all, all the just ice cold swagger and, and pen game going on across uh, all the dudes who got mic time on that one, which included, of course, you know, Jay Z, Beanie Siegel, The Locks, Jadicus, and, and, um, and the, I still listen to it, you know, over and over, and you know, you know, and uh, but boy, just and and talk about this sort of sort of like has the spirit of a mob takeover, just like this, you know. This is the track we're gonna make. These are the crews to beat, and I don't see how anybody could have argued against it at the time. Gee whiz, uh, you know, Chic starts starts it off, <laughs> just. Going balls out, you know, with with some loony rhymes, including one where he describes getting drunk and rapping to a poster of Biggie until he gets so drunk and so hypnotized by the flow that he swears the poster moves. As I get roasted, looking at Biggie posted on my wall, taking shots of Louis to a fall, nothing to lose. Just load the clip up in the groove and kick rhymes to the poster. Do I swear, big move? My team, you would think, was on Thorzine. How we floss so and don't give a fuck. And then, you know, after gems like that, you've got, you know, Beanie Siegel, then Jadakus, then, you know, uh, and of course the whole thing runs over. A very, uh, you know, kind of laid back, uh, snare heavy beat that uh, I think has the the guitar from the the Shaft intro, which um, is hard to go wrong with. 
and and there's not a single verse on it that's entertaining as fuck. But I think probably my favorite is just in terms of the the sheer fucking attitude is uh, when Styles P comes in on verse five like this. I don't give a fuck who you are, so fuck who you are. I don't care about a pretty bitch, watch your car. I don't care about your block and whoever you shot. I don't care about your album and whenever it drops. I don't care about your past, if I did I would've asked. I'm too busy lighting bro with a whole lot of hats. As far as this rap shit, I'm ten steps ahead of niggas shooting back. And you can, you can just hear the sneering on, on the mic and the, you know, the, the, the you can't touch me, you can't touch us kind of vibe that this track has. Again, my uh, now my favorite uh, number two all-time favorite crew joint, Reservoir Dogs by Jay-Z and many, many others. Anyway, that's the episode. Um, I was going to do an outro. We're not going to read any drunken poetry this time. I'm going to turn off the mic, and before that, thank you for uh, indulging us and, and giving us your attention. This has been Breakup Gaming Society. I'm Mortarian. Good night. Go ahead, chime in cool. there. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to say something uh, very important. Fuck the police. Oh, and I might also add, uh, all cops are bastards. Thank yeah. you for, uh, that was the end of this episode. Yep, go there we go. Go fuck yourself, pigs. Yeah.